This is my own private domicile and I will not be harassed! Bitch! Gangsters, what's up guys? What's the grant to a motherfucker like me? Can you please remind me? Get the world by the tail! Fat broads and horse-faced lesbians. Cute as shit. Oh, 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 skip, skip, skip. If you don't chew big red, then f you. That's so horny. Could you imagine if I hit the old water pipe with that thing? Oh. Great cash, homie. Three, two, one, let's fuck! Everybody's got to hear the shit on W Balls, W Balls, W Balls. Hello, everybody. Happy Sunday morning. Happy Sunday morning. Can you dig it? I can. So, you all are probably recovering from this weekend and getting ready to watch a lot of uh, good football this weekend and probably doing a bunch of other more important shit than tuning into my podcast. So, in order to increase my market share on the podcast market, I have decided to make it short this week. Very short. And I think this honestly might be the shortest podcast I've ever done. I, I did one that was... Um, Actually, it probably is going to end up being the shortest podcast I've ever done because I didn't record the one that was really short last year. But it's Thanksgiving week. I was traveling this week. I, I traveled back home from Columbus on last Sunday morning, and I'm going to travel out again to Cleveland, traveling back. So I will be back in Austin by this time. But I didn't want to kind of, you know, I have a lot of things going on. Everyone else has a lot of things going on. So I figured a shorter one would be more appropriate for this week. And it's on the topic of being thankful. And I don't, like, I, I think I've told you guys before, like, honestly, I don't really think any, well, I don't know, I should say, that any of the shit that I say on here makes any fucking sense or anything I write makes any fucking sense. But I think that, you know, it was just kind of something for me to think about and maybe something for you to think about. I don't know. So we're going to try it. We're going to see how it goes. We're, you know, coming to the end of the year. I have a lot of exciting developments for the blog and the podcast that I'm going to share with all you guys. And that I think we're going to, you know, kind of just get into, you know, with, you know, whether that would be, you know, new developments, new products, new everything like that. So a lot of exciting things coming, but wanted to get this one kind of in and up and out of the way so we can kind of get, you know, looking forward to the next big thing. Okay, so here we go. Like I said, it'll be quick, quick this week. It'll be quick. <laughs> it'll be, that's a fun way to start out. It'll be, it'll be quick this week, I promise. So in our society, it's hard to feel thankful a lot of the time. It's hard to feel anything a lot of the time. I've thought for some time now as to what that reason is. I think it's a lot of things. But mostly, however, I think it's that we're too busy to. Or at least we tell ourselves that we are. Since the beer virus shut down the world last March, nearly every line that could potentially be blurred has been. Our lives have been compressed together more than they ever have before. The lines of demarcation between, the, between them have been completely eroded. We conflate everything in one part of our lives with every part of another. Boundaries have faded. Everything is blended. Since then, our fast-feeling brains not only have accelerated, but they've gotten less intelligent. That tends to happen with generalizations, particularly of the cognitive category. So, naturally, when we generalized our lives in part due to necessity and in part due to laziness, it only makes sense that we are, as, as a country seem to get more and more stupid when it came to a lot of things. This is natural. This is the decline towards hell. This is the path towards decline or hell if you're really a pessimist like I am. 
In a bizarre paradox, our feelings are both turned off and turned on at the same time. We seem to feel things now more than ever, but we've also become more insular. We've shut down during the shutdown, but are increasingly more open due to a perceived, quote, openness that we are strangely all compelled to feel. It's an intense thing to witness and an even more difficult one to comprehend. This is an interesting concept to me. I feel it happened to myself all too often. My feelings have been more concentrated and intensified than they have been in the past. When I'm high, I'm really high. When the sail hits at work, I spike tremendously. When the fucking airplane is so damn hot that my balls are drenched with sweat in five minutes, I feel a sudden urge to punch through the airplane window and cause everyone in the vehicle to be sucked out into a vacuum hurtling towards Earth. I feel these things. They may not be rational, but I still feel these things. Feelings are, my, are not meant to be rational. That's why we have two brains. At the aforementioned slow-thinking brain is supposed to check the aforementioned fast-feeling brain. But feelings are absolutely meant to be comprehended. They must be. There is an inherent necessity and responsibility to understand how you feel. As a sovereign individual, it is our duty to other sovereign individuals we share our soil with to understand these things properly. The consequences can be disastrous if we don't. That gives us Jake and Jelly and Greta Thunberg, and God knows you don't need any more of those people. But we don't have to be Jake and Jelly or Greta Thunberg, as hilarious as they may be, to be total fucking dickwads about the way we utilize our fast-feeling brains. Since they operate and deploy their necessary functions faster than we could even think to think about stopping them, a different tactic must be taken. It's easy to go on a bath salt snorting and hooker fucking spree when you do something good or cause a grandma's head to explode from airplane pressure when you do something bad. These may feel good in the moment, but long-term consequences are suboptimal regardless of that moment. What we should strive to be is more intentional with our feelings after we feel them. This, obviously, is very difficult due to our fast-feeling brains not working in this fashion at all. It is only in the engagement of our slow-thinking brains that this can be achieved. But, even though it is the fast-feeling emotions that we feel much more often and much more intensely, it is the intentional act of displaying those emotions that shows true conviction and power. Think about how this might apply to you. What matters more to you? Your wife mindlessly fucking your brains out or her taking the time out of the day in an emotional gas tank to show that you mean something to her? Your teacher giving you one iota of vocal praise before the class or taking the time to work with you on something that you actually need help with so you can actually do better. Your family, your family mindlessly shouting across the table that we all share on the, last, on the last Thursday of November about how Hillary Clinton runs a secret prostitution ring or asking you questions to see why you think she might actually be not that type of cretin at all. It's a second option, almost all the time. Intent matters. Never believe that it doesn't. And intention is the key to putting the boundaries back around our states of emotional being. When you deliberately go about expressing emotions and feelings to people, you also inherently forgo any other emotion that could infect that particular action or thought. We don't want that when it comes to our emotional capital. It's too precious to waste. But we are wasting it, and in greater quantities than we can manage. Our faucets aren't dripping, they're pouring. We're wasting so much unnecessary energy. No wonder why we can't seem to have anything of substance anymore. We're not putting anything worthy of anyone else's substance out there to be received. How could we possibly evoke a situation where reciprocity can happen when no one wants our dogshit feelings in the first place? This phenomenon has caused us to turn very pessimistic towards a lot of things. There is hardly any nuance in our current environment. I'm all for constructive negativity and seeing things how they are, but there is also value in the inverse of that. Seeing optimism and seeing what you are grateful for and doing both of those things intentionally can provide tremendous value to you if you let it permeate your life. Either side of the aisle is infectious if you let it walk down. 
at this time of year, there is pressure to go over the top, to succumb to this immense emotional overcompensation and mindless positivity. And my advice, obviously, would be to not do this. Don't fake it till you make it. Don't lie. But don't miss the opportunity to see what all of this is getting you in return for your effort and the effort of those you care for. There's meaning in the suffering. That's what survival is, according to the late great DMX. Emotions are complicated things. The greatness of the show Big Mouth shows this exact thing. It shows how petty our attempts to understand ourselves really are when we look at them. The monsters are the way of showing us the way, guiding us to navigating our emotional states. The one I would point you to is the one at the very top of this post. If you don't, again, if you're listening to this, you probably are not reading this, so don't read, don't read this blog.com. The Gratitude. The Gratitude, played by the ever silly Zach Galifianakis, shows the characters the importance of acknowledging what you deem important. Without important things in our lives, our lives really don't mean that much to us at the end of the day. This is a problem when not addressed properly, again, obviously. The purpose of Thanksgiving other than mob members telling you that you're a bad person for having a delicious feast when you should be tearing down the establishment for doing these activities on stolen land, is to acknowledge what's important to you in your life. You largely get to decide these things. This is a wonderful but precarious state of affairs. On one hand, it gives you tremendous control over the trajectory of your life. On the other hand, it gives you tremendous control over the trajectory of your life. It's completely up to you to see how you choose your own path forward. Be intentional with these feelings. I think they'll mean a lot more when you deem important when you deem them important to you. I think they'll mean a lot to what you deem important if you do. It's why the post is short this week, because really, none of this shit really matters unless it's for the matter of importance and what that means to me. And what is more important to me is doing other things than working or writing. And I hope that it's the same for you as well. Now, go add to the obesity problem in the country. And have a happy Thanksgiving, everyone. So that's it, guys. Have a great Thanksgiving. Watch football. Enjoy people's company that you care about. Do shit that you like. Um, that's probably bad advice. Don't if you like math or something, don't do that. But like you know, just you know, the, the general spirit of the holiday. I'm trying to be joyous here. So own the day. Open your mind. Have a good one, guys. Talk to you next week. Hopping, stopping, hopping like a rabbit. When I take the Nina Ross, you know I got to have it. I lay back in the cut, retain myself. Think about the shit and I think it well. How can I mix my grip? And how should I make that nigga straight?